Welcome in to the newest episode of the Hot Hangout Podcast. That's going to be another fun one today. We've got the Sith Draft, as we're calling it, uh, coming up a little bit later on. It's going to be exciting. Joey and I are both going to pick our top five Sith or Dark Side Force users. And uh, thanks again for joining us for this episode. If you are not subscribed to the Hot Hangout YouTube channel, definitely check us out there for the video version of the podcast. You can also listen to us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And also follow us on all the socials at Hot Hangout, whether it's Twitter, TikTok, or Instagram. Would love to see you over there on any one of those. Like I said, it's going to be a fun episode today. We're talking Sith. I got the hood up for this one. Joey, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm just looking at you with the hood on. That's making me laugh. You don't uh, know the power. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's a good week. Uh, we had Father's Day over the weekend. We're going to talk a little bit more about that later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. But uh, yeah, no, yeah, good week so far. It's going to be our last uh, episode together for a little while uh, because True. you'll be you'll True. be traveling. You'll be traveling the world. Um, over the next couple of weeks. So we'll miss you, Ben. Yes, I will be gone for the next three weeks. We probably will, I imagine, would try to record one. I get back in the middle of July, and then I go to Mexico for a week. So mm-hmm. uh, hopefully record maybe one, maybe two episodes between when I'm back and when I leave for Mexico. But, uh, but you will be uh, still recording and releasing episodes while I am uh, not able to during the time when I'm gone. Yes, I will try to try to uh steer this boat into and in, not into the the depths of the internet where we just can't be found anymore so i'm going to try to keep it rolling uh uh while you're gone so wish me luck yes and uh also spe- uh special co-host next week right yeah absolutely yeah you will find out a little bit more about that yeah nice nice um well before we move into some of our father's day information uh, was there any Star Wars news we wanted to touch on or anything like that? I know it was kind of a lighter week. It was a very light week. I, news. I, I mean, I hadn't heard anything going on really with Star Wars that... Um, Just that continuing I, anticipation for yeah. Ahsoka. Yeah, basically, that's... We are a couple months away from that, so very exciting for that. I think yeah, other than that, yeah, nothing. Two, isn't it? Less than two months now? Yeah. Yeah, August 26th. Oh, a little, little more than two months. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, as you previously said, it was recently Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. We wanted to touch on some of our... Ooh, that's a cool shirt. For those of you <laughs> watching the video version of the podcast, check out Joey's shirt. Best yeah. dad in the galaxy. Uh, we're going to talk just about a couple of our favorite dads in Star Wars. And we've got a few of them here on the screen as well. Uh, Vader, Owen Lars, Bail Organa, Din Djarin. That's a father to Grogu right there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I love the fact that uh in our in our list here, you've also included Hunter. And if you're watching the video, yeah. <laughs> podcast, you can see him too. Because he's he's basically a dad to Omega. Yeah. Point. I think that's the I think that was um one of my yeah, when I was looking up fathers in Star Wars, he came up like he came up in the list. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. And uh, you know, when we were talking about him during Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was very much a father figure to her, while the other ones were kind of more like brothers. Yeah. So I, I think the I think including him in the Father's Day segment of today was seemed appropriate. Yeah, I agree. And same, I mean, same thing with Din Djarin too. Kind of mm-hmm. how he is with Grogu, right? Um, well, he did like adopt him Mandalorian style. You know, whatever, whatever the uh, adoption process is for. I mean, he just basically said, "I'll adopt him," and then I. <laughs> By Mandalorian customs, does that make Din Djarin like actually Grogu's father at this point? I think so. I'm sure. We, I'm sure that's a YouTube rabbit hole that I'm yeah that you might be able to jump into for us. <laughs> mm. <laughs> interesting. It, it is interesting too, just like the word father, because it has such a foundation with Star Wars in general. Because if you mm. think about it, it's almost like an, a hidden Easter egg laying in plain sight. So when Darth Vader was revealed, for those that don't know, the word Vader actually means father. And Mm -hmm. so when that was revealed in episode four, it was almost like George was like hiding an Easter egg so that when episode five happened, like, oh, he's his father. 
Mm -hmm. His name the whole time is basically just Darth Father. Right. I love the videos. I don't know if you've seen any of the videos of like little kids finding out that Vader is the father of Luke. Like they're like their parents are recording them and they're always just absolutely devastated that they that oh, they're father, mad. the father. Oh yeah, sometimes, yeah. Really? But they're they're just devastated. They're like, wait, he's the dad? Because I mean he's the bad guy, you know. You don't normally think your dad as the bad guy, right. but right. Uh so yeah, I thought that was uh, pretty fun. I think one of the biggest joys of Star Wars is watching it with someone for the first time who doesn't know that. And then when they learn that, they're like, what? That can't be right. How does that make sense? <laughs> right, right. I think it's something we take for granted, those of us that have seen those movies like dozens, if not hundreds. Oh, of I, I still love that scene, though. I, yeah. I, I could watch yeah, it yeah. a million times. I still love that scene. Yeah. Speaking of Darth Vader, if I had to pick a favorite father of Star Wars, he would mm -hmm. probably be mine. Oh, uh, Vader would be your favorite. Yeah, Star Wars? you know, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a Vader fan at heart. I, True. I gotta, I gotta. I mean, I have it on the shirt. There. That's on my shirt. Best Dad in the Galaxy. You know, so it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So why much Vader then? Vader. Uh, I mean, he's just very central to what Star Wars is in my, in my mind. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, the, I and mean, you could, I guess, argue that seven, eight, and nine are part of the Skywalker saga as well. I mean, technically, they are according to. <laughs> you can argue, yeah, they actually are. <laughs> oh, yeah. They are, but also like. Are I they? Know. <laughs> hey, but, listen, yeah, we I mean, we we had we had good things to talk about. Uh, yeah, seven, eight, nine when we yeah. rewatched them. Yes, this is true. This is true. I mean, that is what Star Wars is really—the Skywalker saga. It is about the mm -hmm. the growth and evolution of Anakin as a person, uh, and even later as like a machine, I guess. But then, like mm -hmm. his journey back to person and and, and really just love. Uh, yeah. You know, going from this extreme grief and loss at a really young age, dealing with that, being frustrated, and that ultimately being his downfall that makes him slip closer and closer to the dark side. Right, and of course. It's, it's the love of his son uh, who, that eventually brings him back. So, I, I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's, a, you know, it's a story that we all know and love and hold dear, mm -hmm. and it's really key and central to the, what yeah. Star Wars is, so. Right, I, I guess yeah. maybe a little bit of a cop-out answer picking Vader because <laughs> dad's in Star Wars. It's probably like the first one you think of. But for sure. me, he's, he's still my favorite dad, even though he yeah. was kind of a lousy dad for most of his <laughs> life. Right, yeah. The, I mean, the the character himself, aside from being a father, is one of your favorites out of yes. the ones that are fathers, right? Yeah. I wouldn't say his fatherhood is is a good example of fatherhood, though. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, so like for me, my mine mine would go a little bit more into the actual parenting of the child would be sure, Bail yeah. Organa. Would be yeah. Bail Organa. Um obviously uh him and his wife Breha, I think her name is, right? Yeah. Um being the parents for Leia. And, you know, look how good Leia came out to be. You know, so I think we got a little bit more of a glimpse into his parenting style in the Obi uh, the Obi Wan Kenobi series, which I think mm -hmm. was really cool, um, and he was always just around. I mean, outside of being a father, you know his his role in the Senate in everything. I mean, it was pretty big. You know, in he was there during the Clone Wars. He was there. You know, when I'm thinking about movies in Rogue One, um, and I, I feel when we first saw Alderaan get blown up. You know, you, you, you kind of really don't have any context of what that means. Like sure. knowing that he and his family and everyone was there on that planet when that happened, like that really hurts now, you know. Right. Um, but to see Senator Bail Organa, you know, kind of throughout Star Wars, I mean he's a he's a pretty pivotal, if you really think about it, throughout, you know, a lot of the uh a lot of the movies. So um my my pick would be him for a favorite father figure in Star Wars. Yeah, in many ways, almost like the antithesis of Anakin. Like mm -hmm. Anakin is is the father who you know lost himself in in his anger. Bale is, I mean, kind of like the father who like adopts Leia in love and is like, mm -hmm. I'm going to give you what Anakin didn't really. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, obviously it's the and it's the same the same child too. So that's funny that uh, yeah <laughs> we yeah. kind of picked that. I didn't even realize that until uh. Yeah. Until we were talking about it. This there. also adds more credence to the you are the light side and I am the dark side trope. Yeah, sounds about right. It's not a trope anymore. It's, a, it's yeah. I mean, it's, it is the truth. Yeah. This is the truth we are finding episode by episode. Yeah. 
Well, that means this is my episode then, Joey. That's right. This is absolutely your episode. Yeah. Well, uh, well once again, happy Father's Day to Thank all you. the fathers, yeah. uncles, and especially, yeah, to my co-host, Joey. Uh, Thank happy you, Father's yeah. Day to you, my friend. Yeah. And, and to, on that note, I got a nice little Father's Day gift that I received Yeah. Um, for my brother. I wanted to show off real quick uh, for all those watching the video version my my screen is now bigger that means i'm more important right now um <laughs> um but uh my favorite figure growing up was the lando calrissian skiff guard from return of the jedi and that was always my favorite so uh they had just released these new figures that um from from return of the jedi kind of with the old looking molds of the of the actual figures so my brother actually went and ordered one for me and i was super happy so here, here he is. Oh, nice. I'm not sure if it's focusing right here. Hold up. Let me do that. So yeah, you can see it's a little bit of an older, like, looking model. Which I thought it was pretty cool. And this is like kind of the original art that they had on the original box. So yeah, this is my favorite figure of all time, and now I own like a old version or like a newer version of it. So I'm pretty happy about it. That's awesome. And I, and I am one of those people that like keep things in the box, so this will be staying in the box <laughs> unless I get a second one, and then I'll open and play with it. So, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, also, for all audio listeners of the podcast, maybe we can throw that on the Hoth Hangout Instagram. For oh, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, yeah. Check it out. We will do that uh, at Hoth Hangout over on Instagram. By the way, that's awesome though. That's that's cool. Uh, my I don't know if my brothers either of them share an appreciation for Star Wars the same way I do. Yeah. So. I, I hope to get a Star Wars gift from them one day. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Me and my brother talk Star Wars. I mean, we, we're set, constantly sending each other Star Wars stuff like yeah. every day, every other day, Instagram reels, whatever. So, yeah, it's uh, it was, it's special with me and my brother, Jay. So and happy and happy Father's Day to him as well. Hey, there you go. Well, uh, a pretty cool gift you've received there for Father's yep, Day. For sure. Yeah. The Lando, your, your favorite character. Oh, what's that oh, noise? <laughs> I think it's I think it's time. Uh, that, th this is also part of the uh, podcast where we continuously cross over our love of basketball and Star Wars <laughs> by playing the uh, NBA draft music to signal us that it is time for the first official Dark Side Force user slash Sith draft, whatever we're calling it. Embrace the Dark Side you see on your screen right now. Uh, right. Joey and I are each going to be going back and forth picking our five favorite Sith or Dark Side force users uh and we're basically just going to compare lists at the end and uh not so much with like i think with the jedi list that we did by the way if you haven't checked out the uh top five jedi for each of us that episode we'll i'll try to pin that on the screen here now you might be able to see it if you're watching the video version of the podcast and you want to check that one out um but for these it's not so much like which five would beat the other five in a duel like or anything like that it's kind of just cumulatively our feelings about our favorites more or less would that be accurate to say joey absolutely and i and i think that's kind of how i played the jedi one as well we we may yeah. have named it like most powerful but at the end of it i think you and i were we're big sports fans so we ended up like kind of building the team that we want you know right, so yeah. i think you gotta have a, a good like power forward sith you know you can't exactly. just go for for the best one you gotta go for a good power forward sith. right that could like rebound and also shoot threes those are those are pretty important yeah. uh yeah. characteristics of a good sith Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, and you're going first, am I correct? Oh, I guess I am going first because I went. You went first last last. I time, did right? go first in our Jedi draft. Oh, which wow. is ironic because for the Jedi draft, you would think that you should have gone first, and for the Sith That's draft, true. But yes, to be to be completely fair, you uh, should okay. get to go first in this draft. And Let's I'm curious go. before we start, I want to preface it by saying I feel like our picks are going to be very different, and I'm mm -hmm. excited for that. And also, uh, we should we should also explain that this will um, spread across both canon and a little bit more of Legends as well. Right. So for those maybe listeners that aren't as familiar with non-movie or TV show, <laughs> for non-movie or TV show, uh, you know, lore or general Star Wars knowledge, I'm going to try to sparse in maybe at least one or two of those Dark Side Force users here or there. So uh, if you're interested in any of the characters and maybe you've never heard about them before, definitely look them up after listening to the podcast. There's some pretty cool Star Wars characters out there that are part of the Legends universe, too. I'm saying we could do like a 45 minute 
episode of you just talking about the, the legends. <laughs> I also told both Joey and Gibbo before we started, I was like, for most of these, I feel like people aren't going to know stuff. And so I'll try not to be too long winded with with details. If all right, you all you all have proof that he said now it's on the record. Stuff. It's on the record. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Shall we start? Let's do it. Who's your first right. pick? Number one pick. Uncle Palp. Palpatine. Darth uh, Sidious. That's a good pick. Getting the number one pick from me. I mean, he has always been steps way ahead of his enemies. Uh, he's got the lightning. Super cool. Uh, <laughs> um, he pulled off coming back from the dead. <laughs> uh, we, we still have a lot to, to understand about the cloning technology and how he was able to do that, I think. And maybe there is a little bit more information out there that I haven't read up on. So I'm sure some uh, some user, some uh, listeners will be able to tell us a little bit more about that. Uh, but either way, yeah, I think Darth Sidious is an easy, easy, simple number one uh, pick for me. He's like Victor Webinyama this year for me. I Ooh, think. Yeah, I, but that would imply that my pick is like nowhere near as good as he is. <laughs> that, I mean, I mean, this is again, this is my, you know, my. Uh, my studying or my uh, my yeah, personal yeah. my personal uh, views. Also, did you know George Lucas considers him to be the most powerful Sith ever? Oh, see, me and George are on the same lines there. Yeah, there you go. Now, you and George are, are voting together on that one. We do have the same looks. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying you and, and Sidious or you and George? <laughs> oh, geez, I haven't been me and George, but I guess me too. <laughs> I love it too. Uh, new, uh, new cosplay, next cosplay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that sound, I guess, means it's uh, it's my turn to choose. I feel like I would be silly to not pick Darth Vader. And so I, I think I just got to go with Darth Vader, you know? Yeah, best available. Yeah, like, is he the most powerful of all time? Maybe not, but, like, he's certainly the most iconic, I would argue. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, you know, I kind of just went on a spiel during the Father's Day segment about Darth Vader, but everything about him... Not only is he powerful, but I think it's just probably the most um, interesting character arc in all of, for me personally, the most interesting character arc in all of Star Wars, because mm -hmm. you really get, I mean, that's what Star Wars is. It's the story of Darth Vader. It's the story of Anakin Skywalker. You get right. to see his progression from, you know, this little boy on Tatooine. Now this is pod racing <laughs> to the point where, you know, his son is redeeming him from all these evils and atrocities he's committed. And. Um, apart from just the story, he's really menacing looking in general. Like you see that dude walk on the screen in New Hope and Tantive Four, and you're like, "Oh, that's the bad guy of this." Yeah, yeah, right. This franchise. Um, and you know, apart from that, he's just during his time as a Sith, uh, and a lot of that time is also not as portrayed in canon. There's a lot of cool legend stuff that kind of showcases his real strength and power. Uh, during that time as well but of course most known for uh, perhaps order 66 during that time the beginning yeah. of the end of the jedi order or that time that period's jedi order um so i've done enough ranting on darth vader i'm gonna try to keep it short like i promised <laughs> uh, also known as the champion of the force part of my research Ooh. for these i tried to look up nicknames for each of the characters i was gonna choose uh champion of the force darth i mean vader. that's a that's a good number one pick for a champion of the force being your first pick for sure. Yeah, yeah. I love Darth Vader. All right. Number two pick for me. Ooh. I, this, I, I'm, this, I don't know where you're going to go here. <laughs> this one, this one, and I, I'm going to say the next sentence. You're going to know who it is right away. This one, six months ago, I would not have picked them this high. But now I am picking them this high. Is it a video game character? No, 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 no. It's a... It's someone in the movies. Oh, it's in the sequel trilogies. No. <laughs> oh, really? Wait, yeah. now I don't know who. The prequel trilogies, Darth Tyrannus, Count Dooku. Oh, okay. <laughs> getting the second pick from me. I mean, we've we've talked on and on about how this character has really become more more important inside in in the Star Wars world. Uh, with things like oh, what was the what was the 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 um the thing that we the the animated thing that he was in just recently? Oh, what? Tales of with the Ahsoka? Jedi. Tales of the Jedi. Yes, Tales of the Jedi. That was incredible. Um, they had the audio book. 
uh, Jedi Lost, right? Was that was that what it was called? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yep. And just more. I mean, we, I just need more Count Dooku in my life. So, um, pretty high pick, I think, for me. I mean, just uh, again, we are going off of you know, kind of the draft uh, draft way of how we're doing things here. So, not necessarily the most powerful, maybe not. But again, I think very influential um, in a lot of the things that have have happened in Star Wars over the over the time in the universe. So I, I so I wouldn't say an easy second pick like Darth Sidious was, but um, he was definitely up there. And I, I had a feeling you weren't going to pick for him. So this this one might be called the Reach. You know, <laughs> you know how how every draft when you're drafting with your buddies, there's the one guy that drafts like you know a quarterback in the first round. You're like. You're gonna put, pick Justin Fields right now. You know you could have gotten him in the third round, whatever. But um, I'm gonna put him. I'm gonna put up way up high here in the second round. Does that mean you're like you're picking him on future potential, or how does that work? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good pick. I I love uh, I love Count Dooku. He's underrated as a as a character, and I was glad that we got to see more of him. And tells the Jedi mm-hmm. really expanding his story in in the canonical world. Yes, absolutely. Um. Okay. Oof. I could go two different directions here. I think the next one I'm going to pick is by no means anywhere near most powerful. In mm-hmm. fact, most people, like the, the hardcore like Star Wars fanatics, would probably not even put this guy top 10 in terms of most powerful Sith. Ooh. But I love him so much, and he is so fundamental to my childhood love of Star Wars. And and just now my adult adult love of Star Wars, uh, it's got to be Darth Maul at number two, mm-hmm. the Dollar. warlord of the Clone Wars. As I as I looked up, <laughs> these are some really good names you got here. Yeah, aren't those cool? Uh, he is a Zabrak, which by the way is I think arguably the coolest looking species in Star Wars. Which if you haven't checked out last week's episode of the Hot Hangout podcast. Uh, we ranked the Zabrak species in the S tier by far, easily. Um, he was a child of Mother Townsend, which if you've seen the Clone Wars show, you know who that is. Um, and the apprentice, eventually, of Darth Sidious. Um, survived after being cut in half by Obi-Wan Kenobi in Episode 1. Uh, just on pure hatred for Obi-Wan, eventually resurfaces during the Clone Wars. Which, by the way, at the time, people were upset about this. But it's funny looking back on it like over 10 years later now because that's one of the best decisions they made with the Clone Wars. Because mm-hmm. then later on, he was even in Rebels and influenced mm-hmm. that storyline. And, and so he's not just this character who randomly pops up with five lines in the first episode. He's this character that is kind of pervasive throughout the Clone Wars and even into uh, the, the, the fall of the Republic and, and the rise of the Empire era too. Uh, his sort of yin and yang with obi-wan is also one of my favorite parts about darth maul Mm -hmm. his obsession with needing to kill him after uh, what obi-wan does to him early on in the prequels um and and i think just as a character having a double-bladed lightsaber is like okay he's my favorite (laughs) right yeah and that was the first time we had really seen that in live action right yeah i think the is there another live action double-bladed lightsaber I mean, not, I mean, outside I, of, I mean, outside of like the Inquisitors and in, in the Obi Wan Kenobi series now. Sure, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah, but it does, is, yeah, the spinning ones. I'm like, okay, that's cool, but Darth mm-hmm. Maul did it first. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You always, you always remember the, the first ones. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was watching a uh, a prequel documentary. That, does that surprise you, by the way? No, no. Um, no. A, pre- a prequel documentary about Darth Maul and how George Lucas was talking to this concept artist and was like, I just want him to look like the embodiment of fear. And so nailed it. What Darth Maul is, he is my second pick and the warlord of the Clone Wars, the embodiment of fear. Nice. All right. So this one. Oh, boy. I, and I, I will admit there isn't a lot I know about this one, but it's like it's kind of like best available. It's like one of those picks that I got to do, you know, Okay. okay. Um, that I'm fully aware that. And maybe, Ben, maybe you could even uh, brief us a little bit even more about what this character is doing. He's getting scared right now, by the way, if you see his face. I'm, <laughs> He's so like, oh, no. You, 
when we do these live drafts, I have like stuff up on my other monitor where I'm like researching. Okay, if he picks this person, who's my who's my next pick? He's got he's got flow charts of things. Um, so have you ever heard the story of Darth um, Plagueis the Wise? Of Darth Plagueis the Wise. That's right. <laughs> um, obviously very important of uh in the world of the Sith. Uh, he was the master of Sidious, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, really, his story was, and I, I know that there's a lot more lore around him. I will admit, I am not as as we proved in our trivia episode. We don't, I we don't know everything about Star Wars by any means. Um, that's why I, I say I'm going to pick him without really knowing <laughs> too much about exactly what they what they bring to the table. Um, but like I said, I think the that that is a solid pick at the three pick um uh being being kind of the story that really led anakin down the road to you know become move towards dark side when he heard the story uh that he that's what he wanted as well for padme and everything like that so um again i don't know anything about this particular character but that's that's who i picked for the third pick no that's a good pick he was on my so when before we started i told joey i had 10 that i was gonna kind of choose from and uh, he was one of the 10 on my list. So mm-hmm. it's something that Plagueis is, was known for uh, was kind of his more compared to other Sith. He really valued like science and the ability to prolong life. Um, a lot of Sith are kind of known for prolonging life as like a Sith spirit. But like Plagueis was really mm-hmm. uh, concerned with like life and, and not dying and and even eventually creating life, which he's believed not officially canon, but more or less it is to be the person who created Anakin right. uh, within Shmi. So and then, of course, yes, the iconic quote in Revenge of the Sith, where they're sitting in that weird demonstration of something going on in the Senate where Palpatine is talking to Anakin. And Was it like a concert or something like that or a ballet? Yeah, but it's or... like a goal. Oh, it might have been a ballet. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does sound right. Um, also, when I was doing research for this character, um, not only did he have the ability to manipulate the force, but he's also known for his incredible speed, which I did not know prior to learning oh. this. Um, and for all you hardcore diehard fans of the original trilogy who uh, may or may not have hated on the prequels when they came out because of the concept of midi-chlorians, you can blame Darth Plagueis. Oh, thanks, Darth. Yeah. <laughs> and we know speed is very important, especially if you play Raid uh, Shadow Legends. <laughs> yes not, shout, out to all the, shout out to all the rsl players hey raid if you want to sponsor our podcast <laughs> all right time for my third pick now, actually i really do like your third pick he was arguably going to be on my list too okay i think i have to go this one you, you knew i was probably going to have is one of my five yeah I, I appreciate you not stealing him at number three <laughs> <laughs> Um, I gotta go with my guy Darth Revan. Oh, what? No way. <laughs> I am shocked. Probably, no, not probably. Definitely my favorite uh, Legends Dark Side Force user. Um, you even hesitate calling him a Sith. I think I've talked about his story on, I don't remember what episode we were doing where I went on that Revan spiel, but um, Revan lived like approximately four. 4,000 years before the Battle of Yavin for A New Hope, for those of you uh, who aren't familiar with the Star Wars chronology nomenclature. Um, Darth Revan is interesting because he is, I think, our second person, no, third person on on this list of six so far who was a Jedi before uh, joining the Dark Side, uh, as well as Darth Vader and Darth Tyrannus. Uh, He also wielded two lightsabers, which is pretty cool, one purple and one red, although didn't wield those two until later on. Uh, Revan is interesting because he was a Jedi, became a Jedi Knight. Uh, this is during the Mandalorian Wars, which again takes place like 4,000 years before the original trilogy. He defeats Mandalore the Ultimate, which is why if you're watching the video version of the podcast, and, or if you're familiar with what Revan looks like, you can see uh, that mask. That mask actually belonged to Mandalore the Ultimate, and Revan, Revan took it from him and donned it as his own when he defeated him. Along with his friend Malak, who at later on would become Darth Malak with Darth Revan. 
uh, because they were swayed to the dark side by the Emperor Vitiate or Darth Vitiate at the time. Um, so they were good. Both of them became bad, became Sith. Uh, Malak actually, Revan, they actually have like a run in. Malak becomes the apprentice of Revan after Revan kind of supplants him as the better of the two. Uh, is eventually betrayed by Malak, captured by the Jedi. The Jedi wipe his mind. He becomes good again. He's retrained as a Padawan. He defeats his old friend Malak, who was a Sith. Wow. Man, this is a uh, story. Goes searching for answers about his past because, again, his mind was wiped and he doesn't remember being a Sith. Uh, he's then captured and tortured for 300 years huh. by the same emperor who originally turned him to the dark side, which results in his mind splitting. He founds the order called the Order of Revan, which is also the origin uh, of the Knights of Ren in the mm. uh, sequel trilogy, kind of the, or I guess the inspiration for it, more or less. Uh, and so within his own mind, he possesses almost two consciences, uh, like a light side Revan and a dark side Revan. And eventually he's able to like, what's the word? Merge those two consciousnesses to defeat, well, kind of defeat. Wow. Um, and a lot of people don't know. So Darth Bane, who is the founder of the rule of two, which is why there's always an, a master and apprentice. Um, the reason he creates that rule is because he finds a holocron from Darth Revan uh, and uses Revan's teachings to influence or to create the rule of two. So while Bane did create the rule of two, he was heavily influenced by the teachings of Darth Revan. So mm. um, Revan's influence extends beyond just his own time period. And if you've never played um, the games, oh my gosh, why am I blanking? Uh, Knights of the Old Republic. That's it, yeah, right. If you've never played Knights of the Old Republic, Great games, and you learn a lot more about the story of Revan too. So, which I think um, they're redoing, right? Aren't they re? Uh, yes, 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 yes. And I'm yeah, so excited doing and releasing that. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, nice. Just like a really powerful Sith. I've already talked about him probably too long because he's my favorite. So I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at the fact that he is known as the Wanderer of both worlds, oh. uh, hinting at both his light and dark side. But during his time as a Sith, he was known as Revan the Butcher. So. Oh. So he like cut meat up too. Cool. Yes. Yeah. He was a he was a <laughs> he was a meat cutter on the side. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> uh, Darth Revan, too long winded. Joey, what's your fourth number pick? <laughs> my fourth, uh, number four pick. My fourth pick. Okay. So as you can see between me and Ben, I am team auto draft, and Ben <laughs> Ben has gone down the rabbit holes and trying to figure out um. Uh, you know, uh, getting the exact people that he wants. So, uh, I'm going to just continue my odd draft. Don't mind me. Um, as as we continue on, the one thing that I found when we were making these lists is that there was a lot of you know we wanted to get ten picks out right, and there was for me anyways. Uh, it was starting to get hard for me to know exactly everybody because Ben brought in all these legends. One, and I'm like, I'm probably not going to pick any of those. So those are all his. Um. <laughs> So that's why we kind of started bringing in some of the uh, uh, dark side users as well. So this is the first one that is not necessarily somebody who is uh, a Sith. They were more uh, more of a dark side user from from my understanding, anyway. So my fourth pick would be Asaz Ventress. Um, nice. My uh, <clears throat> one of my favorite characters to come out of the Clone Wars for sure. Um, and when we were watching the the older version of the Clone Wars as well. Oh yeah! If you haven't watched that video, that's that's a lot of fun as well. Um, it just kind of added to the lore of her, and uh, she has a great story with Quinlan Voss in the Dark Disciple book. She's, I need to read that. Still. That is so good. You got to read that. Um, she was an apprentice to Darth Tyrannus, um, Count Dooku for a time. I believe she was a Jedi. Uh, she was a Jedi before that as well. Um, before she had turned to the dark side. Uh, just like many of these others that we've kind of mentioned here. Uh, so there's a lot of conflict within her. Um, and she, you know, kind of at the end, you know, she didn't really want to be a part of the dark side or part, you know, under Dark Tyrannus anymore. And uh, we kind of saw that play out a little bit in the Clone Wars. So I, you know, I, I the, one of the, my favorite characters, I think I've mentioned this before, uh, one of my favorite characters, kind of in all of Star Wars, not even just uh, animated, but 
in all of Star Wars, uh, definitely as a size of interest and an easy, easy pick for the number four pick for me because one, because I like her so much, and two, I don't know all these legends guys, you know what I mean? So, uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, I do. Uh, so fourth pick, a size of interest. Nice. She is arguably the most underutilized character of the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. something I think Disney should do, with, and they probably won't. They should put out an Asajj Ventress like solo movie where it's mm-hmm. just like her backstory. I would yeah. I would be all down. I, I would I would like a Tales of the Jedi with her. That'd be even that would be really cool. I I yeah. just I would like to get more about her either origins or like after the Clone yeah. Wars. Absolutely. Yeah, I like that. Thing. I like that. Thing. Okay, dude, I have like six that I'm like <laughs> contemplating for the rest of this. And I also like want to put forth like like worthy and valid characters that people who don't know about them can like look up. And I want to mm. get good ones, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think it's here to educate I'm... too. Yeah. <laughs> me, yeah, educate me. <laughs> okay, I think I'm going to go with Darth Nihilus for my Ooh. fourth. Pick. Okay. I was between him and two other people, and I'm gonna have a really hard choice for my number fifth pick or number five pick. But uh, Dark Nihilus was originally a human, and for those of you who have uh, ever seen a picture of him, he basically looks like I think Darth Nihilus actually is the most scary looking Sith. Mm-hmm. Uh, just on a personal note, he's also a fan favorite because of the way he looks. So the reason he looks this way, he's almost has this like half a mask on the top of his face, uh, and so like he Jason. Would, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, when he was still, you know, fully an embodied human, uh, he suffered exposure from a super weapon. Oh. And so what the super weapon did was it began to slowly corrode his skin and eventually his organs, too, so that his physical body began to deteriorate uh, to the point where eventually nothing but his soul remained. And so wow. he bound his spirit to what you see in images of him, which is known as a death mask. Um, and so he is then from that point on known as the Lord of Hunger uh, and uh, possess the ability to drain entire planets of their energy. Yeah, and so he, he, I just think he's a cool looking character for one, uh, but just someone who has the ability to drain entire life force from planets and I would like to actually do more reading on him in Legends. I think most of my nihilist knowledge is actually just from like reading wikis and watching YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Um, so if anyone has Darth Nihilist recommendations for uh, for me, feel free to does, comment on the YouTube video. Now, does he have a uh, does Darth Nihilus have a nickname? Y- yes, the the Lord of Hunger. Lord so, of Hunger. Wait, wait, no, he... no, that's that's my nickname. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was my nickname, honestly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he, the way Darth Nihilus persists, like as a entity, since he no longer has a physical body, is by absorbing the life forces of, of other beings or worlds. And so uh, that's how he obtained the, the pseudonym of Lord of Hunger. But yeah, a, pr- a pretty cool character. I need to learn more about him myself. But that's my fourth pick. Joey, who are you nice. going with for number five? My last pick. Now, if you remember, from the Jedi draft, I kind of I brought in somebody uh, pretty uh, who you wouldn't have thought would be the fifth pick, but I think it was Sifo Diaz is who I picked up in the fifth pick in the Jedi draft. So I'm going to do something similar here as well. Um, somebody who maybe you wouldn't have thought <laughs> Ben's face right now. So. I know who you're picking. I I think I know who you're picking. Okay, so so somebody who probably won't make it on many people's lists. But like I said, I like to mix it up. I want to round out this team. I think they're, again, you and you can guess. I'll, I'll let you guess before. Listen, if you're the yeah. person watching the video version of this podcast who's about to comment after Joey says this, stop hating on the sequel trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> I think he nailed it. I think he nailed it, y'all. Kylo Ren, Kylo Ren, <laughs> number five pick from me. And uh, comments below. Uh, we'll, we'll expect you there. Um, yeah, I, you know, I think, honestly, I think there's more to his story than we really, than we, we need to know about too. I think he is, he is the upside pick of my draft where there's just a lot more that we need to learn about, um, 
at first, I will admit, I wasn't a huge fan of Kylo Ren going into Force Awakens. Um, he was a little bit, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't really enjoy his character. But um, kind of throughout the the sequel trilogy, he ended up being, you know, kind of a staple of it, obviously, because him being the the bad guy for it. But also his, you know, you know, Adam Driver himself, great actor. And he he really helped carry that that um that sequel trilogy, too. So as well. But I mean, as a character himself, um, just he, he had a lot of raw energy. I think that's that's kind of why I liked him, even all the way down to his lightsaber. It was kind of jagged. It kind of didn't look like he was a properly made. You know, he had the, the he, I mean, I liked I liked kind of his look as well. I He did look a little bit. He didn't look as intimidating as some of the other ones that we have brought up through, you know, through this draft. Um, so I will give everybody that. But I think for the most part, the, you know, kind of, kind of his story um, along with him and Ray. I mean, you guys know that, you know, I, Ray is one of my favorite characters as well. So I think the the story that they have together kind of maybe not exactly how I wanted it to play out. But, you know, I'm not, you know, this is I'm not I'm not a writer here, you know, but I, I, I think. uh at the end of it, I think that I really enjoyed his story. Uh, I think there's still more to his story, maybe not obviously after the sequel trilogy, but kind of going to where he ended up there uh, from, you know, with the Jedi Temple, you know, with Luke. And even before that, I just think that there's a lot more to, to Kylo Ren that we've seen. And I think if there's more content out there, I think, we're, you know, this this is an easier pick for me as well. Nice. I I can appreciate a Kylo, a Kylo Ren pick. I can appreciate a Kylo. He's, uh, I think, probably, I would say the best part about the sequels. Mm, yeah, I, I don't know. You would, you might say Ray, which I can respect. Right, yeah, right. I, yeah, I, I like Kylo as a character. I feel like they could have tapped into his progression as a character a little bit better. And a mm-hmm. lot of that is for reasons we've discussed about the sequels that because kind of like directors. overall issues with the sequels themselves. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. But, but definitely one of the high points of, of yeah. that trilogy. And, yeah, uh, so I'm I'm more basing off the character, not necessarily the movies, if that makes any sense. <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I, I can appreciate that pick. Also, again, you about to comment about the sequels. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> or do it. We, we enjoy the or engagement. Or do it. Or do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, bad press is good press. Is that what the expression is? Yeah, that's right. Is? Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm the controversial okay. one. Yeah, I'm the shock jock <laughs> of the two of us, apparently. For my fifth and final pick, can I give like two uh, honor? No, three honorable mentions <laughs> by just naming them. Yeah, just name them. Yeah, go ahead. So my three honorable mentions are Exar Kun, mm-hmm. Darth Crate, and it's really hard for me to not put Darth Bane on this list because he's so foundational for the Order yeah. of Two, um, and just kind of modernizing the Sith. During his time, and, and side note, if you haven't seen the Clone Wars show, there's a really cool part in the sixth season where Yoda is like learning more about the Force, where he has an interaction oh, with the yes, spirit of Darth, uh, Darth Bane. Definitely check out that uh, episode or that season of Clone Wars if you haven't seen it. Uh, so those are my three honorable mentions: Exar Kun, Darth Krayt, and Darth Bane. But my fifth pick, I think I'm going to go with Emperor Vitiate. Who is very arguably in terms of power? If we were doing like a top five most powerful, he probably would have been either my first or second pick. Mm, okay. Um, he is known as the embodiment of immortality, and he served as the Sith Emperor for over twelve hundred years, uh, approximately like five thousand to roughly four thousand years before the Battle of Yavin. Or no, I'm sorry, not twelve, uh, not twelve hundred years. Um, I read the the nomenclature wrong. He was Sith Emperor from 5113 BBY. Is that right? This is not right. I think I mistyped something. <laughs> I think it was <laughs> for a long time years. My original statement. He was he lived over a thousand years. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, he was the Sith Emperor for over a thousand years. So when he was 10, he killed his own father by merely thinking bad thoughts about him. Oh. Um, so didn't even like physically do anything to him, just imprisoned him, I think in a, like a holocron or like a, like a oh. temple of some kind, uh, for over a thousand years. So essentially like getting rid of his father. Yeah, I know I yeah. got dark. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so Vitiate was also known for mastering what was called essence transfer. And he learned the ability to not only move his consciences from one vessel to another, but he also possessed the ability to um, sort of split his consciousness between vessels mm. as well. So he was originally a, a Sith uh, apprentice, but eventually proclaimed himself emperor and actually would later on not even consider himself Darth Vitiate, just Emperor Vitiate. Mm -hmm. And so later when he learned the ability to divide his consciousness, one of the you know main consciousness, consciousness, what am I trying to say? Conscience? <laughs> Multiple of yeah. conscience yes. uh, was Valkorion, which is also another name he was known by. Mm. He's also known for initiating the war between the Sith and the Galactic Republic approximately 5,000 years before the Battle of Yavin. Uh, had a fleet which possessed unmatched technology at the time, which I think it's on the record that this fleet is also the inspiration for the fleet that you see in Rise of Skywalker in Episode oh, okay. 9. Uh, and so this fleet was eventually known as the Eternal Fleet or the Eternal Empire. Uh, he orchestrated the Mandalorian Wars, which, as I was talking about with mm. Darth Revan earlier, he fought in the Mandalorian Wars. And also Emperor Vitiate was the one that swayed Darth Revan to the dark side. Right. Um, and then Revan kind of kills him, but then Emperor Vitiate does come back later. Ah, uh, and, and these emperors, they, they know how to come back. They know how to come back, yeah. Uh, Somehow, and then, Vitiate has returned. Yes, yeah. So he's known as being like one of the most powerful uh, dark side force users of all time. And uh, there's a really cool trailer. If anyone has not seen the trailers for the Old Republic games. Yes, I know um, exactly which ones you're talking about. Yes, there's one trailer that kind of showcases Vitiate in it. And it's the one with the, his two sons, um, mm -hmm. Arcan and Texan, I want to say are their names. And it, it is, those trailers, by the way, are really great. If you haven't seen them all, they're, they're incredible. Um, but it gives you like a very small taste of kind of what his power is and his sway over people. Um, so just all of those things collectively, his unmatched power and his focus on immortality. He comes back from death basically like m multiple times. Mm. Um, Emperor of the Sith. Emperor Vitiate. The embodiment nice. of immortality. Yeah. Sounds good. I mean, that's, uh, that's pretty much all the, all the Sith. I mean, always uh, coming back and... Yeah. Uh, yeah, never can. I mean, Darth Maul was cut in half. I mean, he came back yeah. and <laughs> was yeah. around for a real long time. Somehow, somehow, Vichy has, has returned. returned. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. How you feeling about these picks? I I enjoyed this episode, Joey. <laughs> yes, shocking. I did not think you'd like to talk about Sith so much. Now, yeah, yeah. There, there's so many cool facts out there about a lot of these people. Another one that I didn't even include which I told you right before we started uh, recording, uh, was Darth Cadus, mm -hmm. who is Anakin's grandson in Legends. Oh, uh, Really powerful as well. Look him up. That's another honorable mention. But Nice. Yeah, I feel good about my list. I, I'm glad I got to include Nihilus. And, Nihilus and Vitiate yeah. were like my powerful ones. And then, yeah. I mean, Revan's powerful too. I, and Vader is as well. But like yeah. Vader and Maul are like my heart picks, you know? Right, yeah. And I think the, you know, the more exposure that we have to particular characters i think that's where we kind of where our hearts end up going towards yeah um yeah, yeah. it's kind of like kind of like vader Sidious, you know tyrannus and all that so i, I no, i i enjoyed this as well and yeah let us know what you guys think of of our picks especially my number five pick if you guys want to really get into it <laughs> <laughs> well now yeah now we've done uh light side and dark side does this mean we're gonna do like a bounty hunters draft eventually oh i like that kind of that sounds fun yeah. Comment down below if you're watching the video version of the podcast what our next draft should be. Bounty hunters, maybe uh, droids. <laughs> droids. Oh, that, that. Oh, that's a good one too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. This was this was a fun one. Again, I I like the Sith stuff. So thanks for bearing with me as I kind of nerded out on this episode. No, listen. When when so we have like a document working document every week that we work on, just like what we're going to talk about um do, throughout the podcast and then ben just drops all these names that he wants to be included for the uh for the draft i'm like oh well i know who I, he's at least who i'm he, at least two or three that he's picking yeah. from i look at our document and you know joey had like all these sith and dark side force users laid out and i was like 
I put a separate bullet and it says Legend Sith been added. LOL. <laughs> Sith ben. That's right. Yeah. I mean, he does have the hood on today, guys. So yeah. um, this is Seth Ben right here. Yep. 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 Also, uh, let us know down below in the comments of the video version of the podcast what your favorite Sith of all time is. Or if you want to make a list, go for it. That works as well. Uh, we'd love to check it out and see what your favorite ones are. Um, on next week's episode, I will be away, as we mentioned at the beginning of this podcast. Special guest host coming in at you. Uh, Joey, you want to promo the guest host at all? Oh, no, we're going to keep that a secret. Oh, it's a surprise. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a surprise. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, but uh, yeah, just somebody that I, I've been wanting to bring on the podcast as well. I meant for like the three of us to talk at some point, but yes. we can go to the two of us. But uh, we, we, no, uh, we might still need to do an episode eventually where you advocate for the originals. I advocate for the prequels. Yes. And another guest advocates for the, uh, for the, the sequels. sequels. Yeah, that'd be a fun one. That'd be a fun one for sure. But yeah, no, um, you know, as Ben is going to be gone for the next couple of weeks, I'll try to, uh, again, uh, lead this lead this podcast uh, over the next couple of weeks. So hope you come back. Yes, definitely stay tuned for the next few weeks episodes uh, where Joey and one or multiple special guests. Uh, yes, maybe. We'll see. Okay. Stay tuned to find out how many special guests there's going to be. Be on the lookout for it. And uh, I will be gone until like July 17th. So um, we'll have a great trip, man. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. And uh, and hopefully we'll be able to get something recorded in between like the middle of July and the beginning of August when I leave again. So just Um, be back before Ahsoka. That's all I ask. I will definitely be. So that was when the <laughs> when the release date came out. I was like, "Oh yes, I will be home for that." So, <laughs> yes. uh, live reactions to Ahsoka coming in about two months' time as well. Stay tuned for that. Additionally, well, thank you so much to listening to for listening to this episode of the Hot Hangout Podcast. This has been episode number thirty-eight. I want to say mm-hmm. uh, we're we're cranking slowly towards that big episode fifty here soon. It's crazy to think that this will be what nine months since we started the podcast now. Wow, I guess so, huh? Yeah, that's yeah. wild. Coming up on a year, not too long. It'll be just around the time of. Summer. We need a. We need to do like a year, uh, yes. anniversary, uh, special podcast or something. That'd like be that. fun. Some That'd of our fun. favorite moments or something like that. Eventually, Joey and I are going to have to do a live recording too. Yeah, like in the same location. I mean, where we're. Oh like, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Well, uh, again, if you would like to check out the Hoth Hangout podcast, we're available everywhere you get your podcasts, including Spotify and Apple. Uh, give it a five stars on those platforms. That was something I was looking at the other day, and I was like, oh, yeah, people can rate them. So uh, oh, if yeah. you love the podcast, rate it five stars on Apple or Spotify. Recommend it to a friend. And again, thanks for watching the video version of the podcast if you're watching over on YouTube. Be sure to be subscribed there as well. Uh, for more content, not just the podcast, but for when shows are coming out, the live reactions like Ahsoka in two months. Check us out on all the socials, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Again, if you want to check out that... Um, that Lando Calrissian that Joey's brother got him for Father's Day. Photo will be available over at Hoth Hangout on Instagram. Definitely uh, check us out over there. Um, This has been a really fun one, Joey. Thanks for, again, putting up with me during the Sith Draft. Any last thoughts or comments on this episode? Oh, again, have a great trip, man. We'll miss you. And uh, yeah, take care. And, you know, when when we get back, we're just going to do this all over again. So have have a good trip, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to to being back talking more star wars and uh i'll see everyone in about a month's time thanks for listening to this episode of the hot hangout podcast and may the force be with you